Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go so that you can make the sound we broadcast as loud as possible. The monsters will now start attacking Tokyo. You may wish to deny it, but your eyes tell you it's true. Sound. I'll turn up the sound so you can hear the monsters dueling to the deck. Welcome to episode 193 of the KaijuCast, a podcast 100% dedicated to Godzilla and all of his rover-suited foes. My name is Kyle, and this is sort of like a bonus episode for January 2017. For this episode, I'm playing the companion interview to the Kenpachiro Satsuma episode that we posted in November of last year. The same convention, Monster Mania, also brought in suit actor and stunt actor, too, Mizuho Yoshida. Now you may be thinking to yourself, Kyle, I have listened to so much of the podcast and I've heard so much about these people that played these monsters, I don't think I've ever heard that name. Well, it's very possible that you haven't heard us talk about him because generally when we speak about the Godzillas, unfortunately, Yoshida-san, as well as a couple of other actors, they often get overlooked for the big three. Obviously, we love the big three, but I was like super thrilled to talk to Yoshida because A, he was GMK, like he was one of my favorite Godzillas, the total badass from 2001. But additionally, he has also played some of my other favorite sci-fi movie monsters like Zerum. I mean, whoa, if you guys haven't seen Zerum, you need to definitely check out that uh, duology, both the first one and the sequel. Fantastic films, in my opinion. But I digress. I had the unique pleasure of interviewing Yoshida-san at Monster Mania, thanks to Jim Cirinella and his group. Uh, unfortunately, it is only a half an hour. And also, unfortunately, just like the Satsuma interview, if you heard the panel audio, there's bound to be some similarities between what Jim asked the guys during that panel and what I asked in my interview, which, of course, again, is a crazy, weird coincidence that that even happened. But I think if you've even listened to that previous episode... This is still going to be fun for you to listen to because it really is just kind of like me one-on-one with Yoshida with, of course, our amazing translator who's there too. Anyway, before we get started with the interview, I did have a brief announcement. You probably noticed in the last episode of the Kaiju Cast that I talked about the emergency broadcast that's coming up on Sunday, January 29th. We're going to have some awesome guests. This is a live broadcast show. We have a chat room for the listeners to hang out in. We also do some really cool giveaways. It's all happening on January 29th, starting at 2 p.m. Pacific time. So that means if you're on the East Coast, that's going to be about 5 p.m. your time. You can even come hang out a little bit early in the chat room because I'll actually start a little pre-roll music about an hour before the actual program begins. And of course, I'll be popping in and out of that chat room as I get stuff set up for the actual program. So like I said, that is January 29th. Make sure you put that on your calendars. Make a Facebook reminder. I should make a Facebook event for that. That would be smart. I think I'm going to do that right after I record this. So I hopefully won't get distracted. Now, before I get distracted, I want to apologize. I really wanted to play that Zerum track for you guys. But instead, what we're going to do is we're going to play the audio from the trailer to Zerum. And then you'll hear me talk with Mizuho Yoshida. The people of Earth are about to be visited by some guests. While they're here, 
try and make them feel welcome. Take the heat. Get out of the galaxy. Mizuho Yoshida-san, welcome to the Kaiju Cast. I actually did not realize until sort of recently that I've been following your your stunt and suit work for quite some time uh, because I remember seeing Zeram when I was much younger. I just wanted to know, like, how did you get involved in stunt acting? Matsu 学生時代の時に、高校生の時に、えー、アルバイトで、えー、屋上の、えー、ライブショーで、えー、戦隊もの、スーパースター、ちょうど僕らで言うと、ダイナマン、えー、チェンジマン、フラッシュマン。そこら辺の、えっ、ー、と、キャラクターに入って、えー、スーツアクターをやってました。で、きっかけは、えー、ゼラムと同じ、アメミヤ・ケーター監督の、えー、未来忍者。っていう作品で、えー、正気っていうキャラクターを、えー、やるのが映画としては一番最初のデビュー作。で、そこから、えー、ちょっと間空いて、そ,のそこからぜ次がゼーラムで、そこからずっと、あの、スーツアクターと、で、えー、ゼーラムが終わった後ぐらいに、まあ、V シネマって俗に言われるんですけども、そういうので、えっ、ー、と、スタント。とかっていう方も、えっと、入り始めて、で、スーツアクターとスタントと両方、あの、やるようになりました。じゃあ、スーツアクティングの方は最初だったんですかそうですね、はい。で、えっと、ダイナマン、チェンジマンとフレッシュ。フラッシュマン。フラッシュ、フラッシュ、あ、フラッシュマン。で、アメミア監督。それは、えっと、東映のキャラクター。で、えっと、未来忍者っていうのがアメミヤさんの、アメミさん、アメミヤ監督のデビュー作でもあるんですけど、僕らも映画として初めてその、フィルム、<笑>ムービーフィルムとしてデビューでした。So actually,、um, I started suit acting first.It actually happened while I was still a student.I was in high school, and as a part-time job, I'd go to these live, kind of、uh, outdoor live shows. Oh, okay, yeah. And would,、uh, they were Sentai. Pieces, but I would put on the suit、uh, of works.、Um, the Japanese titles are like Dynaman, Change Man, and Flash Man.、Mm -hmm. But、um, that's actually how I got into that. It was kind of like a part time gig for me, in addition you know, to being a student. And then later, I、uh, met、uh, director Amemiya of Toei, and、um, this ended up being his debut work as well as my first film work. Called Mirai Ninja or Future Ninja.、Mm -hmm. And I played a character named Shoki.、Mm. And、uh, that was the first time 
that I was on film. And then after that came Zaydam. And then um, it was right after Zaydam that they started asking me to do stunt work. So the stunt work actually came later. Uh, how much time in between doing the live shows was it before you did Future Ninja? Live show was 18 or 18. It was 18. In the Mirai Nijan, it was 18 or 18. I don't quite remember myself, except I could say that the last time I did one of these live shows was when I was about 18. And I think I did Mirai Ninja when I was about 20 or 21. So it wasn't that long of a gap between. Can you tell me any cool stories from working on Zeram? That movie, one, I don't even know how to describe it for you, but to me, I loved it because it was the first time I'd ever seen a movie that was like a. Anime come to life. Hi, Zeram, the character is there. Suits are called Kajino, Suits Garden Deskedo. So no way, Mant and Mant to Kazadio called Sketekunis. The Sorega Keko Dundon Sketeku Tabini, Omoknati, the Kono Keko, Kono Kasa. 頭の傘が、水平がちょっとでも傾いてると監督が、な、戻せ<笑>頭の傘が曲がってるから戻せっていうふうに言われて、こうやって、普段はこうやってるんですけど、監督が注文するとそれに合わせてこう角度変え、中でこうちょっとずつ変えていくんですね。で、それで OK って出るまで。このままこう歩いたりとか<笑>。このままで OK が出たらそのままでこうやって歩いていかなくちゃいけないとか。そういう苦労はありました。Well, I could tell you, for example,、um, let me pull out、uh, some, the movie poster from that. But、um, as you can see, the suit is kind of very humanoid but alien and with a kind of a ham, almost like a hammer head. But、um, on top、like、of. A, yeah, a big mushroom. Mushroom's yeah, yeah. head. And、um, of course,、yeah. In addition to suit, I had a cape. And then they would add kind of、uh, almost like, like metals slash jewelry kind of things. He was very accessorized, yes. Accessories, thank you. But every time they would add an accessory, of course, it'd get heavier. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know,、um, the mushroom head was a, a slightly、um, awkward. It was difficult sometimes to keep straight. Even if my head was perfectly straight, it would tip a little bit. And if it tipped enough, the director would be like, No, it's askew. You got to fix it. So, you know, my head, of course, is inside this piece.、Mm -hmm. And I'd have to kind of move my head around little by little until the director found, like, Okay, it's straight again. And then my head, even though the, the, the suit head is straight, now my head's tilted and I have to walk around and act with my head tilted. So,、uh, that was the, that was a kind of difficult thing that many of you who watch it may not realize. I never knew that. That's awesome. Boku mo zenzen shi naka desu. Keko, ma, a no, Yoshida san ni tote wa taihen datta kao shi nakero, sugo ko omoshi o hanashi desu. Did you like playing the second、uh, film better because he didn't have the hat for as long? Yeah, so nani wa kawara nai desu. Yapari, a no, naka ni hai te, soto kara mita jotai no ok ga mei nan de, naka de ko, jibun de ok da to mote de mo, yapa soto kara mito chotto magatsai te na. Nihon memo so. Nihon memo so yu kanji desu ne. 
Actually, no, it was still difficult to maintain what would appear to be a straight angle mm. on screen. So even though it wasn't as flamboyant or extravagant as the first film, I would still have to wait until the director gave me the okay. And of course, by then, my head was not, my head inside was not straight. So it wasn't much easier, no. So another film that you appeared in, you played part of Legion in Gamera 2. Now, I know there were two actors inside of the Legion suit. Can you tell me a little bit about what that was like? Because every photo that I've seen of the design, I cannot imagine having to actually move around as a two-person suit. はい、<笑> 行った時がちょうどこれのあのレギオンのテストをやった時でまだ形だけ本当に売れたんで形だけ作ったテストを最初にやったんですねでそこのテストの時にちょうど僕が行ったのでじゃあちょっとやってみたらみたいな感じでその
So that's a pretty good analogy. Yep. So you played、uh, Legion. You also played Death Ghidra in the Rebirth of Mothra film and the sequel to Rebirth of Mothra. You played Degarla. All three of those monsters are very, very bulky. They're not humanoid like Ziram. So, what were you thinking as you kept going to the studio and they kept showing you these massive monster suits that you probably weren't going to be able to move too well in? So, this is, I know, レギオンやって、もう重い怪獣はいいかなとは思ってたんですけど、また等身大に戻りたいななんて思ってたんですけども、その、造形、あの、スーツを作る人が、えー、そのモスラーで今度怪獣やるんだけど、誰かいないかっていうので、僕を推薦してくれたんですね。それで入ったのがこのデスギドラなんですけど、デスギドラは、えー、まあ、直立じゃなくて四つ足なんですね。キャラクターが。で、四つ足で、えー、まあ、首が三つある、あの、キングギドラみたいに三本あって、それは、えっと、総演さんがこう、操ってくれるんですね。で、少しそれは、それで、あの、重さは軽減されて、あとは背中でも一点、こう、釣ってくれてるんで、多少デスギドラはまだ、あの、重さとしては、レギオンよりも全然、軽いキャラクターです。So, yes, in fact, after I played、um, Legion, I was like, no more, no more big suits, no more big kaiju. I want to go back to, to doing something humanoid and human sized. But,、um, uh, you know, the very sweet thing was that the suit maker, the, the monster create, the creator,、um, When the next、um, move, the, it was the return of、uh, or rebirth of Mothra、um, came about,、um, he was like, Oh, who, who do we've got? Who have we used before? And my name actually got thrown in the hat. So I'm very grateful for that.、Um, but that's how I ended up playing Death Ghidra. And for those of you who don't know, Death Ghidra is actually a quadruped. And like King Ghidra, has three heads. But the nice thing was the heads were manipulated with.、Um, Wire、mm-hmm. by other people. So that was great because I didn't have to worry about doing anything with the heads. And there was also another wire off the body in the back that was manipulated by another person, also. So even though it was bulkier than the Gion, it was actually lighter. So that was actually not too bad. So, the Dagara needs it. Hi. ダガーラも、あの、同じく四つ足なんですけど、ダガーラって海の生物なんで、結構水に浸かることが多いんですね。で、スーツは水に浸かると、最初のうちは軽いんですけど、ウレタンってこう浮きますよね、スポンジとかやると浮くんですけど、水をだんだん含んでくると、すごく重くなるんですね。多分、うーん、3倍とか 5, 5倍ぐらいは重くなる。ですよ。で、その頃はまだあの、東方の撮影所に大きなプールがあったんですね。で、結構そこで水に浸かるシーンもあったんで、あのー、結構重かったです。水を吸ったら。で、海中をこう進んできて、で、そこからこう、お城みたいなのがあるんですけど、そのお城に登ってくれって言われた時は、水の中進んでるときはすごくこう楽なんですけど、ザバーンって出た瞬間に、うおーすげえ重いもう登れるか上がれるか上がれないかがもうほんと心配なぐらいスーツがもう重くなってて、っていうそういう苦労はありました。
So, um, for those of you who don't know, for Dagara, um, Dagara is also a quadruped, but he's supposed to be a sea creature. And so there are a lot of water scenes, a lot of uh, scenes shot in water. And of course, when you first go into the water, the suit is almost lighter because it sort of almost floats to a certain extent. But then over time, the suit absorbs the water and it becomes heavier, like a sponge. Um, and it can get three to five times heavier than the dry, the suit in the dry state. So that was like, really hard and in fact at the time Toho still had a pool on their lot where we would shoot the water scenes or the ocean scenes Mm -hmm. and I'd have to wade or undulate through that and in particular there's a scene where Dagara is kind of undulating along um, the waves quote-unquote and then there's a castle and he has to come out of the water and climb the castle. Right, so, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm doing fine, kind of just undulating along. And then I get to the castle and the moment I rise up from the waves or from the water surface, I'm like, oh, shoot. I don't know if I can climb the castle. I, I mean, I was really, it really worried me whether I could actually sh- make the scene happen the way the director wanted it. Uh, well, thankfully, you were able to evolve your kaiju being into Zetus. From Gamera the Brave, which I would love to talk to you about, but we're almost out of time. And I really want to ask you uh, how you got involved with another role, which is Raiga, with uh, director Shinpei Hayashiya. Hi,えっと、林田新平監督とは一度あのトークショーがあって監督のでそこでえっとゲストに。ホタルさん、ホタルユキジロさんがですね。で、面白い監督がいるからちょっと合わせたいんだっていうような感じで、あの、恋よっていう風に呼ばれて行ったら、そこでまずガメラスーツに入らされたんですね。監督が作った林田
of the filming, we actually did, we rented a warehouse and that's where it was filmed. But for just, for about like just one day, we went to, I think it was Odawara, where we did kind of an outside shoot, um, exterior shoot mm-hmm. uh, with um, pyro and everything like that. なんか他に突き出すこととかありますかうん、でも、あ、そうですね。林家監督の作品も見て、あの、この監督がなんかその特撮に対するその愛情っていうか、うん、そう技術細かい技術とかはわからないんですけど、その本人も多分その細かいこと